What's going on, Trivia Kids? We've got a good one here for you. It's a little longer than normal, but we have a great conversation, me and Dante. Um, talk a little bit about the NBA upcoming playoffs, Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather, Canelo Alvarez. Um, we also talk a little Tim Tebow signing, and we kind of shoot the shit about some things. It's a good one. Let's go. Welcome to Trophy Kids, presented by Bad News Media. It is May 14th. As always, I am your host, Nate. We got Dante on the line here today. How are we doing good, sir? I am doing well today. How are you, Nate? Doing good. Doing good. Um, This is totally not sports-related, but I don't, know if, I don't know if I'm weird on this one or not, but do you... So, let me preface this. Off to an interesting start. Um, I just finished a series that I blazed through, which I'll get through in a moment, but I'm not a big, like, intro guy. Like in shows, like I want to skip through them all the time. There's like very few that I'll listen to, but I, for whatever reason, when I finish a show, I always watch the intro in the early part as like a pay respects to it. I just finished Black Sales. They basically just, I don't know who came first, Black Sales or I think Black Sales must have come first, but it's essentially just a rip off of the Westworld intro, which I was just like, somebody blatantly ripped off one of the two. Like I never watched the intro. Great show. Eight year old me would be thrilled that 20 year old me is like in a pirates phase right now um but like i never watched the intro and i watched it as like a pay respect thing to the show and i was like this is a blatant ripoff almost <laughs> you're talking about like the the theme music for it is that still no like, like the slow? it's like wax like the way they do like the visuals it's not like oh. they're not like dipping them but like it's all like w- white wax figures that like portray like the show and like scenes and stuff like very much like westworld like i was like this is the exact same thing <laughs> Yeah, I think I think Black Sales was probably out before Westworld, right? I got to imagine. Awesome yeah. show, by the way. It's like Game of Thrones scale. Not as good as Game of Thrones, obviously, but like the scale of it is as big. Like writing was phenomenal. Black Sales is a phenomenal show. I got way late on that banner, but I just blew through the four seasons, um, like just recently. Mm, it's on Stars. Came yeah. out in twenty fourteen. Which then that must yeah that came before Westworld. I feel like it's a blatant ripoff, to be honest. Yeah, so Westworld stole it. Although, I guess that, like, the aesthetic of, like, um, those wax wax figurines and, like, building something isn't technically that... um, Unique. (laughs) Unique. I just... I I never watched it, because, like, I just... Anytime somebody gives me the option to just skip through the intro, I immediately do it. Or if I don't have the option, I just fast forward, because I'm like, I don't want to watch this shit. I'm not watching cable television. And then I yeah, watched it. I was like, oh shit, this is exactly like it. I feel that way for podcasts. Like I always skip through the um the intro on podcasts, especially when they're talking about like show dates or what's going on in their personal lives or all that shit. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> See ya. Um it also uh, made me realize that like I missed because that was I watched it through Hulu, but like with the streaming services, this came up recently for me. I'm not gonna lie, I kind of miss like appointment television, like because we gotten so like where I can just blow. It was awesome to just blow through that show, and obviously it's an older show, um, like it's not currently running. But I I kind of realized like this show would have been awesome to watch in real time, like because we haven't had one of those events where like you get to watch it in real time and then you're kind of sitting with like almost anxiety for like the next one, which isn't great. But like I don't have that build anymore. I just blow through shows. Nobody ever talks about them, and we just kind of move on. It's Sort of annoying. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, Disney is kind of doing that, like the Mandalorian good and point. WandaVision. Yeah. That's a good, I missed the WandaVision one. I waited until that one was wrapped up because I was like, I saw the first episode. And I was like, man, I can't, I can't do this week to week. Like, I got I to gotta wait to, like, blow through this. Like, I just, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're, that's true. We need another big event because I feel like there hasn't been. I miss it. Like, we had that with Game of Thrones in a way. I don't know if you were a Game of Thrones watcher, but, like, it felt like everybody was watching it, like, collectively. Like, it was a fun night on the internet. Like, it was just a fun night to, like, sit down and watch. And, like, I don't feel like we have that. We need that again, is what I'm saying. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And that Black Sails is phenomenal, (laughs) if you haven't watched it. I think that's why The Mandalorian worked so much, because there weren't too many, like, cliffhanger episodes. But, like, with streaming, especially, like, with Netflix and stuff, like, those show because they know you're gonna watch the whole thing. Those shows are meant to end on those cliffhangers so that you yep. watch the next one immediately. Um, the Mandalorian was like standalone episode, well, kind of standalone episodes. Very um, much so, yeah, yeah. So 
um, it worked really well because you're like, oh yeah, we get to watch the next one next week. Yeah. Which is annoying too because then like with these shows like the Netflix ones, like I just stay up until like two in the morning. Like I gotta go to work tomorrow. <laughs> like I gotta go to sleep and I'm just up just to completely watch through it. Like it's annoying as hell. <laughs> yeah, I watch a. Uh, maybe I shouldn't admit this. Uh, I watch a few animes, but I watch the dubs. And a lot of times the dubs are episodic, but like if you watch the subtitle version, you can watch the whole thing mm-hmm. all the way through. And um, sometimes I'm tempted to watch the subtitle version. Like, no, 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 I can wait till next week. <laughs> it's a better way to do it. Otherwise, you'll end up like me just not sleeping and just burning through shows. Yeah. I have the worst discipline with that stuff. <laughs> um, I'm like, man, I should go to bed, but nope, I'm rolling, rolling right on through. Uh, but really, I was just trying to give a shout out to Black Sales because I just finished it and it was phenomenal and my eight-year-old self would be so thrilled that even at 28 years old i am still very excited to watch things related to pirates oh <laughs> it was a great show but we got some sports to talk about it was an interesting week not a, a slow we're in the slower period almost not there yet we're getting there but i'm not gonna lie the nba playoffs and the nhl playoffs completely snuck up on me like i didn't like, I didn't put it together that, like, yeah, that's happening this week. Like, I knew they were it, the seasons were wrapping up, but it felt like, and this maybe is just I have zero concept of time right now because of the pandemic and stuff, which is just over apparently now, um, at least for us vaccinated folks, get vaccinated people, but completely snuck up on me. I was like, holy shit, the playoffs are this week, uh, starting this week? Yeah, I, with NHL, I never know. I feel like hockey season <laughs> and baseball season – when I flip on the TV, I'm like, there's either going to be a hockey game on or a baseball game on. <laughs> so I, I never know. I'm like, is it hockey season? And the answer almost is yes. Almost all. <laughs> yeah. It's a long one. Yeah. For sure. Oh, with the NBA, I knew it was wrapping up because of Twitter and how heated some of the debates on Twitter are starting to get, especially with the return of James Harden and can the – is Anthony Davis made out of tissue paper and will he be able to get through the playoffs? And so I knew I'm like, all right, it's time for me to focus on the NBA. Cause I don't, I, I, you know, I'm going to admit this on the pod. Like I don't really watch regular season NBA, but playoffs, I'm all about it. I'm a hundred percent with you, which is not a great thing to admit given we are a sports podcast folks, but <laughs> let, like, let's be real. Like it is not our primary sport on this podcast or my viewership. Like that is one of the reasons it snuck off on me. One, the Celtics have not been great and they're not like super fun to watch right now. So like, I'm not really paying attention. And two, you're right. Like I don't care about the NBA really up until the playoffs because like, it's just not, the product is not good night in and night out until the NBA playoffs. If we're being honest, like because guys are resting because of like, which I'm not saying is the wrong thing. Like I get it. They're, their bodies go through a lot more wear and tear. They're training way harder year out. Like, I understand the rest, but it does create a subpar product throughout the week in, like, the middle of December, like, <laughs> if we're just being real about it. So I don't watch it. Um, but when the playoffs come, you better damn right my ass is sitting in that chair watching NHL playoffs, which is one of my favorite playoffs, and the NBA, because it is – I don't. the bubble was awesome last year, but the NBA playoffs in general are just a lot of fun. Um, but there is a little, I think there's a little controversy around this one because the playing game, the one which I like, I don't know where you stand on this, but I've seen people kind of come out against it and come for it because it is, you're boiling it down to like one game. You could have a flute game. We know in basketball, like you can have a bad night shooting and you can be the better team nine out of 10 times. But if you're only playing once and you have a bad night shooting, you're out, which is one of the reasons the NCAA tournament is so electric. Um, I like it. I'm going on the record of I like the playing games. I like the playing games we have right now this year, which will be interesting, which we should probably talk about the Lakers here in a second. But where do you stand on playing games in the NBA? Because it is a, I, like I believe it's a year to year thing right now. Like they're not set in stone. Like they review, they're going to review them after each year. Yeah, I like it. You know how you can avoid the playing game by winning more games in a regular season. Yeah. Um, so as long as there, as long as it's not like, so like the way the NCAA does playing games right where you can be you know firmly you can be a a a lower seed and firmly in a tournament and then a higher seed and firmly in a tournament and then a lower seed is has to do a play-in game um as long as we don't do that in the playoffs and the nba i'm fine with it right um also i think it adds a little it's i mean we had to play in game for the bubble right yeah this time we're gonna do 
what is it, seven and eight place and nine and tenth place playing? Yep, seven, eight, and then nine, ten. Yeah, I think that's fine. And it gives that it gives the team who maybe got things together at the end of the year but struggled to get things together, you know, at the beginning of play, someone who is who is coaching well at the end, you know, maybe this gives them a chance to do it. Plus, you get the narrative of a Cinderella story. It's not going to happen, but it could happen, right? Oh yeah, absolutely could. Like think if the Warriors beat the Lakers, like and then they're they don't have to play the next team. They're automatically in again as the seven seed because the way it works is like the nine ten play. The winner of that game then plays the loser of the seven eight to then be the eighth seed in the playoffs. Where if you're the seven seed, or whoever wins that first game just gets between the seven and eight is just now in the playoffs. Like I don't think the the Warriors are going to do that, but like there's a chance. Like it could happen. I've crazier I mean, things have happened in the sport of basketball. <laughs> LeBron is not happy about these playing. Games. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, if the Lakers don't make the playoffs, like if they don't make it in, does last year even count? I mean, do I'm just gonna strike it oh, from the record book. I mean, people are already calling it a fraudulent uh, championship. People will hundred <laughs> percent call it a fraudulent championship if they if they lose. Yep, a hundred percent. Which also, LeBron, like I don't understand. Like I wasn't following it enough, but like he he had a high grade ankle sprain. I don't understand. It's like I'm never going to be the same player. Like what am I missing here? Like there, I don't remember there being anything about like torn ligaments or anything. And I even... think with because I think if I remember correctly from like anecdotally from like my father or something, those high grade ankle sprains are one of those ones that just stick with you forever. There's not much you can do with it. Do about it. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe he's just being dramatic about that. Like that—that's it. It's going to be a, a hindrance, you know, for the next. I don't know how long you think LeBron's going to play. Four or five years. Probably. I think until his son's in. I think he'll do one. Like once LeBron Junior's in the league, he'll probably play yeah. like another year or two and then call it quits. I think he w- just wants to play with LeBron Junior in the league and then we'll peace out. Which LeBron yeah. Junior should be in the league in what? Like a couple two, years. Two years, because he's going to be. Yeah. He'll be a dude, yeah. So, yeah, probably, yeah, I'd say about four years, maybe. He's got left. And he'll probably, like, I don't know how good Bronny is, but he'll probably do a year in college unless something changes. Oh, 100%, yeah. He's going to go play for Duke, Um, which is funny. I was in Lexington um, a couple weekends ago speaking of Bronny Jr. and LeBron, and it was so funny. My buddy was telling me, he was like, oh, dude, the town was going crazy because, like, they thought LeBron – bought an apartment in like the building across from Rupp Arena or whatever. And they're like, oh, Bronny's coming to Kentucky. That's that's not what happened. But the, the nope. town was uh, a buzzing. Um, but yeah, the playing games right now are Lakers, Warriors, Grizzlies, Spurs, Pacers, Wizards, and then Celtics, Hornets. Um, the Pacers are a weird team because like, they just like kind of hate their coach. Um, I don't really know what to make of the Wizards. You got Russell Westbrook setting the record for triple doubles recently. I don't have much faith in the Celtics, but once again, it's a playing game, so you know who, what can happen. The real, I think, the real one that like everybody's interested in is Lakers Warriors because you alluded to it early. AD has injury issues. LeBron has injury issues. Steph Curry is playing out of his absolute damn mind right now, making the Warriors like a threat. Like the team stinks overall, but Steph Curry has literally put that team on his back and carried them out uh, Mount Everest. Um, where are we at with that game? I guess. And just, I guess, um, all those games, if you have predictions or not. Yeah. And so, I'm looking this up. The Lakers, I mean, the Warriors won way back in January. Yeah. 115 to 113. But they haven't won since. And these other wins that the Lakers have done have been convincing wins. I don't think the, the Warriors have the firepower to stop the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers, we just saw them. What was that? a few nights ago against the Knicks when they were down 13 or 11, 11 or 13, and they came back in the final seconds. The defense of the Lakers um, shows up when it needs to show up. Yep, 100%. And, like, Steph is phenomenal. And we had the conversation a couple weeks ago about, like, why we don't include him in, like, the all-time greats, even though he should be. He should be, I think, the strong contender for MVP because what he's done with this Warriors team who stinks stinks out loud bad um is crazy impressive but you're right the the thing that really hurts is the Lakers defense when you have just the play Steph's game is not good enough when you have a defense that's playing 
like LA's is right now to overcome that. Unless they have a really bad, like unless the Lakers are just outright terrible offensively and lackadaisical defensively, like like Steph's gonna have to put up forty just for them to have a chance anyway. So like I don't really know. I don't see them winning that game, which then, you know, they get another shot at it against the winner of Grizzly Spurs. So I think the Lakers are in, but it's going to be hilarious if they somehow lose this game and then they are one game away from being bounced and not making the playoffs. Because yeah. the injuries are an issue. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i excited to watch that. I think I'm more excited to watch the, if it is going to be the Hornets versus Celtics, like watching LaMelo Ball, watching Miles Bridges. I'm really excited to see that. Yeah, I'm not as much. I'm uh, I'm not I'm not as excited to watch that game. You know what? I I would rather not get beat by a ball brother right now, uh, even though he can ball. The Celtics are just they're just depressing, man. I like I don't even know what to do with them at this point. Like injuries are clearly a hindrance here this season. Jalen Brown being out, but even like since the All Star break, I saw some crazy stat. Like the starting five has not been like what our normal starting five would be has not been together for like the vast majority of games. Um, like I don't even like Brad Stevens has not been great, but like, I honestly, I don't even feel like we can entirely put him on, put it on him. But yeah, I'm worried. I'm not, I'm not excited for that game. I, yeah. Oh dude. Kemba is, I don't know what to make with Kemba anymore. Like I was so excited when we st- in the league right now. It is Kemba. Huh? I said, if you want to talk about someone robbing the league right now, it is Kemba Walker. Yeah, yeah. And I know he had that knee issue early, like, to start the season. They're putting stem cells in it. But, yeah, he has been. Dude, I was so excited when we got him. I was like, oh, we're good. Like, screw Kyrie, whatever. We got Kemba. We're good. It's not worked out quite like I thought, Dante. I'm not going to lie to you. The Celtics run, I was like, I was like, oh, we're ready to go. We got Jalen Brown. We got Tatum, who's just, he's ready to burst on the scene, which he has to his credit. We got Kemba. Like, this team is going to roll. Nah, it's not good. Nah, I think I think the Celtics got sold a bill of goods on Kemba. It's even worse when I like look at the Celtics because not only did we get that with Kemba, like a, a bill of goods that's not good, but like when you look at the like Jalen Brown and Tatum were obviously good draft picks, but like when you look back at like what we got for the Nets picks and what we've done with them, it's just it is not it's not nearly good enough. Like we did hit on Tatum and in Brown for sure, like unquestionably. Marcus Smart has been. Where he was picked and what he has produced is not equivalent, but he's a good player, like to have on the roster. I would say, um, but yeah, it's not been. I don't know. It just my hopes and dreams for what the Celtics could have been is dwindling hard and fast. And we get to we throw away last season because of COVID, and we'll throw away this season because of injuries. But it's like, man, I just. Like, maybe you just blow it up and build it around Tatum and Brown. Like, you just blow up the whole thing as best you can. But I don't even know if I want to do that. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm out. Yeah. I, I'm depressed with them is what I'm, I'm saying. Well, and then on the other side, if they do play Char- Charlotte, right? Um, Which also, talk about a team, a franchise that turned it around, Charlotte. Because they used to be an absolute joke of a squad. And they've turned yeah. it, like, what that organization's done in a short period of time is pretty good. Yeah, Hayward and Bridges might be out. For the play-in game. Oh, I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, I knew Bridges was a questionable. I kind of completely forgot about Hayward. Like I knew he was on the squad, but I forgot that he was questionable. I I feel like so he got traded, right? Did he get traded during the bubble? (sighs) And then I feel like he got immediately hurt. Dude, why? (laughs) He did. Yeah, he did get immediately hurt. Why can't I think of this? Like my brain is so bad. Um. Can't even yeah, think of it. Yeah, it says right here Hayward is. It yeah, it was a signing trade. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's probably out for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, like that. I feel so bad for him too, because like he once again the Celtics just getting. I don't know what it is. Like we get these players that have been killing it on their old teams, and they come in, and Hayward didn't like not his fault once again. Like had a horrific injury. But it's just like, what did we do? Like, we are just cursed. Like, this is, I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> yeah. Well, we talked about all this playoffs uh, talk, and I know people from New York are like, how are you skipping on the Nets? No, the Knicks <laughs> making the playoffs for the first time <laughs> since 2013. Do, 
which once again, congratulations, Knicks. I'm just going to clap it up for you on that one. Dep- that fan base, I feel so bad for them. Um, They're ecstatic right now. Yeah, oh, it, that's been fun. That's been a fun story yes. since like, I want to say December, like is when it was like, oh shit, they might. It, that's when the talk really started to get going. Like, oh shit, they might. Like nobody say it out loud, but they might do this. <laughs> um, and it's funny enough, like James Dolan has turned his attention away from them into his other team that he owns, the Rangers, which I have a feeling a lot of like people in New York just kind of forgot he owned both. But you've got to be like, please don't pay attention to us now that we're in the playoffs, because like you will, you're the touch of death. Um, you've got yeah. the black spot on you. What that is, um, the Rangers. Speaking of. Dolan and the Rangers. Wasn't there just like a brawl? Yeah, Tom Wilson. Um, <laughs> hockey, I mean, congratulations to the Rangers in having probably the most talked about a night. So um, I forget the player he did this to, Pierre or whatever. Tom Wilson, he was like, Pierre was down by the goalie. Wilson came over the top, pushed him into like the ice again, which was a very dangerous move, started a fight. And then the next night, just like three brawls just right off the bat started. Yeah, they didn't even do the face-off, right? Yeah, just just the second, (laughs) yeah, just drop the glove, let's fucking go. Um, That picture of the penalty box with like five dudes in it was fucking hysterical. there were more penalty minutes than there was game time, right? Wasn't that the stat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's never been an incident that was so detrimental to a franchise because then shortly after that, the entire front office of like the Rangers got fired. Coach got fired. Like, like Dolan wrote a fucking ridiculous response to the whole thing. Um, but, yeah, it was just everybody was kind of like, oh, shit, that's right. James Dolan owns the Rangers, too. <laughs> yeah. It has announced, yeah, the head coach David Quinn and assistant coaches David Oliver have yep. been relieved of their coaching duties. And the GM got fired, if I remember yeah. correctly. Like, the whole front office got cleared out. Like, it was... That franchise has been just gutted after that. I mean, that wasn't the the, the reason for it, but it was just like that. It didn't definitely help. a catalyst, though. Yeah, definitely didn't help, <laughs> to say the least. But yeah, let's go back to the Knicks. I, but I the mean, Knicks. This is what we talk about New York sports, right? Yes. The Mecca of basketball has actually got a basketball team yes. for the first time in a long time. Like, that's... And the the Rose coming back, the the other like it's just it's a feel good story around the whole thing because then you also have Derrick Rose who's been playing good, which I don't think there's a single person in the world that hates Derrick Rose's story. Like it's just such a great story, and he's playing well. Like the whole like normally I'd be annoyed because it's New York and like a New York sports team doing well and the fan base kind of sucks. But with the Knicks, you're just kind of like, yeah, I'm happy for you guys. Like I'm cheering on with you. Like I want to see you guys do something here. Like the whole thing's a feel good feel good story. Yeah, I mean, with that said, I think um, L.A. will get another championship, but not the Lakers. I think the Clippers are probably going to take this. You think Clippers are going? I was just That's a great segue because I was going to say, who who is your prediction to win this? Unless, unless the Nets figure out how to work the keys to their super team, which I think they will next year yeah. if everybody stays. I don't see – like, what do the Clippers have to – they don't have to do anything. Yeah. I yeah. I don't disagree I mean, with that. If we look at the stand right, the Clippers have the best record. So let me before I say that. Jazz and Suns are ahead of them, I oh, believe. Yeah. Okay. So oh yeah, Jazz and Suns, then Clippers. Yeah. So the 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 reason I don't believe I don't believe in the Suns, um No. Another good field's a good story, but like no. <laughs> Now, yeah, I don't believe it. I feel like they're going to fall apart. And I think the Clippers have more, like, this is where I'm going to use the old man argument of, like, veteran players. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's a thing. Play I mean, if we get playoff um, Paul George, though, then that's another problem. But, like, yeah, it's there. I. You think the 76ers, like the Nets and the 76ers, I think... 76ers aren't doing it, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, Not nah, a I shot. Think if, I would, if I'm going to bet on someone, and I guess I'm picking, I'm doing the thing, and I'm picking both threes, I'm going to pick the Bucks and Clippers. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the Bucks aren't a bad one. See, the problem with my... 
the Nets are a weird one. Like, I don't know because th- there's so much potential there for them. To just there's part of me that's just like, oh, they'll they'll figure it out and they'll just turn it on. Like, yeah. and Kevin Durant's the hardest player to guard in the league. Like, if he gets it going, like, it can just all like that's essentially what they need to do is just make like Kevin Durant's kind of like the top dog here. Like, get it going with him and then figure it out from there. Like, it all just should revolve around him, which is hard. Um, but it is one of those things where I'm just like, God, it's just such a it's a team that's so loaded. It's the playoffs. Like, things seem to just... We'll know real quick, though. We'll know, like, within the first couple games of the playoffs. Like, oh, this team is clicking, and they're they're going... They have a shot to win it all. Or, yeah, this isn't going to work, and this is going to blow up in their face. But it's just... It's so hard for me in my head not to justify that, like, Kevin Durant's just going to figure... Like, even if they're not playing the best basketball, Kevin Durant's going to figure it out enough to at least get them to the championship game. Is, in my mind, what I'm, I'm thinking here. Like, the team that's game... A bad, that's not a bad take at all, and I definitely could could see it if you're if you're giving me nets versus clippers i'm going to take the clippers yeah i think that's fair i i would say <laughs> that i would say just coming out of the east i think the nets will be the team that comes out of it like i don't necessarily think they're the be- like they'll be playing the best team basketball but i mean kevin durant decides to turn it on there's Nobody's stopping him. And then if even if you do shut him down, that's where it becomes like with the Bucks. Like the Bucks are gonna have a problem because like you, be you yeah, you have to decide. Like the Bucks have a shot. I'm not saying that, but you, you do have to decide if the, the Nets are, are clicking, which I think they will. Like, are you just gonna let Kevin Durant get his and then shut it down? But if not, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give some resources to guarding him. And then the other players just have a lot of free range there, and that's just a deadly that's that's the part that I'm like in my head. I'm thinking like you just have to decide who's going to get buckets, and if it's Kevin Durant, he's going to make you pay hard with it. Yeah, I think my issue with Kevin Durant is unlike Giannis. I don't think Kevin Durant. I think Kevin Durant, if everything is clicking, yes, I think that's who you want. But I think like Giannis can will you to a win. If that's he not untrue. To. Yeah, no, that's that's a fair take. I mean. I don't know what you do. Giannis is in a weird position, too, because like <laughs> he could bring them. He realistically, I know this is this might be a hot take, but he realistically could bring that town a championship. I know he could, and that'd be the greatest thing ever. Like especially in this era, if he were to do it in this era, like it'd be incredible. It'd be absolutely incredible. Um, I will say this: if he doesn't do it this year or next year, he should leave. That's what I was gonna say. Like I know he did, yeah. <laughs> he did sign that deal, but he should force his way out. Like if he's got a very small window in Milwaukee right now. I was gonna say like Milwaukee has to do it in the next two years. That feels. Years. I was gonna say yeah, two to yeah. three. Two's probably more realistic because it is. It's one of those things like the window doesn't close as fast in the NBA like it does in the NFL, but it still closes very fast. Um, well, you could just end up like. Not that this is an apt comparison, but you can end up like Allen Iverson, right? I think Giannis will probably have a better yeah. career than AI. I think AI had a great career without a championship, but he could mess around and not have a championship. That's on. I I think Giannis is gonna be one of those guys. Like Giannis is clearly the guy, and he's shown that. Like he's loyal to his town. Like he wants to be in Milwaukee. He wants to win a championship there. He doesn't want to join like a super team. Like he doesn't want to be the piece that leaves and joins a super team. But like I do think Giannis is a guy too that will would do it. In AI, yeah, it's a great. Go somewhere that'll build a team around you. Yes, that's yeah, uh, and that's yeah. fair. Um, could you imagine if you went to? I just thought of it, like Charlotte. You had the yeah, Ball like, brother. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like that's not a super team, but it definitely have has the pieces. Yep. There. Like yeah. it has the like I just thought about it, like it's like Charlotte, like good city, small city because he likes the small. Like he's been very vocal about like how he's because he's more like a guy that keeps to himself a little bit like. He might not like New York or LA. They've got some pieces. They got a point guard who can play in ball. Like they have some other pieces around it. Like that's a competitive basketball team. You add him to the mix. And in the East. Dunking on you every night. (laughs) Yeah, like he stay or he stays in the East. Like he doesn't have to go over to the West Coast conference and duke it out with those heavy teams. Like I can't remember who was courting him when he was disgruntled with Milwaukee. What teams were Um, I think LA was in the mix somehow. I don't remember how. Fully. He's not going. I can tell you, he's not going to go to no. LA. Was uh, it, I feel like Miami was in the mix for a little bit. Yeah, Miami was. I want to say the Knicks were for a hot second. I mean, the Knicks are always until they like open their yeah, mouth. Yeah, the Knicks are. In, in, <laughs> yeah. If they could, if you could put 
a basketball in the hoop. <laughs> yeah, like the Knicks oh, are. Man, oh, man, the draw for New York if Giannis was there, he would be a king. He would, yeah, he'd be the biggest star. He, the, the thing he would, yeah, glow. Ah, oh, dude, that would be. I mean, just from a, the amount of money he could make off just going to New York outside of basketball would be, it'd be unbelievable. But I don't know, I don't know if his personality would fit. That's always sort of been the concern. Like he, at least from what I remember of him, like. I'm acting like I know the guy. From what I've seen and heard from him, he is more of a small town. Yeah. Guy. I think Charlotte is probably a good fit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of where else I could see. I guess I could see him on New Orleans, too. That's fair. Yeah, New Orleans would be interesting. I don't know, man. It's he's gotta, They got to do something. Honest, I don't want to play in the West because I'm going to kill myself to get to the championship. Yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. If I was him, I would not move out to the West yeah, Western I Conference. I could be in the East where I gotta. Yeah, I gotta worry about KD. I gotta worry about the Sixers. But that's it. That's all I gotta yeah. really. And about. do you I mean, really have to worry about, about the Sixers? Like, are we? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this year, based on this year, I have to worry about the Sixers. Fair. Yeah, I'm just. I'm just going with their 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 history does not tend well for the Sixers. Sorry, Philly. Um, I'm not buying. I'm not buying in on the Sixers until they do something for me here in the playoffs. That's true. I mean, they could be like the Eagles and just bring home a surprise Super Bowl. I don't care what anyone says. If the Eagles thought they were winning the Super Bowl at the beginning of that year, you're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um. Yeah. God. Yeah. That is. That's very fair. Oh. Um, strangest. Like, who's playing in the Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, well, also, like, you went from, like, Carson Wentz, who's having it. I'm assuming that's the one you're referring to. Carson yeah, Wentz having Carson, an MB, yeah. MVP-like season gets hurt, and then Nick Foles steps in and yes. plays well. like play, And not even plays well, plays very well. <laughs> like, I don't know what you all did to get that good juju, but, like, keep it. you need to keep it going somehow cause, or figure out a way to transfer it to the 76ers. I don't know why, but why is Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, like, tied at the hip in my mind like what is connecting them they were the same draft class were they in the same draft right class? i think so god this is gonna be bad if i don't remember this correctly but I'm like, <laughs> i don't know why I'm like, oh yeah jared goff and carson Wentz. they're supposed to be the greatest thing they're supposed to change the face of the nfl i'm like 95 percent sure they're the same draft class but i might be wrong here yeah they were the same draft class okay, so then that's why they're tied yeah in my mind. 2016 Yep, they were the same one. Golf went one, Wentz went two. I mean, I want to know when's the last time we had a number one draft pick in Detroit at quarterback. <laughs> That's a good question because Stafford was not number one that year. Um, which also, when I look back at that Georgia team, when he was Don't in Georgia, talk to me about that. you Don't had talk to me about AJ Green, him, and uh, No. Sean Moreno, unbelievable. Uh, they, they beat the crap out of the. Spiders. Oh, he was a number one pick. My bad. He was. He was. Oh, Stafford was the number one pick. So we traded yeah. a number one pick for a number one pick. All right. For whatever reason, I thought he was like. Second I thought he was two. Yeah, I, I thought he was second or third, but yeah, he was the number one pick. That's fine. Yeah, yeah no, I'm talking to me because I remember and I remember him beating us, and then they were like, Detroit is going to take him in a draft, and I'm like, what? No, get this guy. <laughs> <laughs> With his rectangle face. Yeah. Well, I'll see. I think he said something too. Like, I think he said something during the game. Like, oh, I thought we were playing the other Michigan school or something like that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, comes full like circle and bowl or some shit. Yeah. yeah. A peak bowl. I don't know. I can't remember. Um. Yeah, that is true. Uh so what else we got? I mean, that's the NBA playoffs. I feel like we did a good job there. NHL starts. That's gonna be. I'm very excited for that. I love the NHL playoffs. The Bruins are actually good, so we have a chance there. Um, oh, other news of the week. Let's talk Paul Brothers boxing fighting world because we didn't get a chance to discuss this. Yeah. <laughs> the Jake I got you. your hat still plays like it did in the playground in sixth grade, even in adulthood. That was the disrespect level there. High, and then the reaction was, I don't know if I'm gonna say justified because he got jumped by a lot of dudes. Yeah, but you had to know it was coming, and if you didn't, you're an idiot. <laughs> but what an event to say the least. I mean, 
He's gonna get. He got his brother, Jake. Congratulations, Jake. You got Logan killed in that boxing match because I don't think Floyd was about to take that very seriously, and now he is literally going to try to whoop your brother. Do you think that, or is or is he gonna go in there, put his guards up, and then when Logan takes a few hits, he's gonna land his hits? Don't you think he's just gonna be technical during this fight? We thought that he was gonna do that during Connor, right? Especially we did. When Connor, yeah. When Connor got tired, right? We really thought he was going to go after, and he never did. Yeah, he never. Did. He let Connor kind of wind wind himself out and just played. I mean, that is Floyd's thing. He's a and defense. that's what he's going to do against Jake. I mean, Logan Paul. So there's a part of me that that thought that, and it still might happen. Like I definitely would have said that going. Like I was like, this isn't going to be a fight. It's not worth doing. He's just gonna he's just gonna move around the ring. Like there's going to be like the least amount of connected punches probably ever in a recorded match. Like and Logan Paul is going to try to take his head off and get tired. Yeah. But now that that event happened, I don't know. He Floyd was fucking pissed, like very angry, rightfully so. Um, like he has earned a level of respect. Like this is like Floyd's arguably like many people would call him the greatest boxer ever. I am one of those people that would definitely have that conversation. Like he is in the realm of greatest boxer ever. Um, I don't know if I'd give it to him, but he's definitely in the conversation as the greatest boxer ever. Definitely the greatest defensive boxer ever. Um, he's absolutely insane. He's earned a level of respect. Y'all are kids and YouTube boxers. Like, I get it's the fight game. You got to promote the game and stuff like that. But he did, to me, it seemed like he took that as a very disrespectful thing, which it was that I got your hat, like running off like a kid. And the mentality changed. I think it, I think it changed. Like he was down to fight both of them. Like that, that day he was down to fight both of them in the same night. Like he was like, I'll go through Logan. And then right after you can hop in the ring and I'll go through you. Yeah, so I'm looking at the last time Floyd Mayweather fought someone um, above six feet was way back in 1998. I was still in school. <laughs> Jeez, 1998? Holy shit. Yeah. Connor's tiny. People for, kind of forget that until they saw that on um, when he fought Floyd. But damn. Yeah. How tall? But Connor is what, 5'10? 5'11? Five, 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 no, he's like 5'9, I think. He might be. Oh, so he's not. I mean, Floyd Mayweather is five eight, so he's not even really that <laughs> much taller. He might be. Yeah, he's five. Oh, he's five eight. No, Connor's five eight. Oh, so they're just they're just saying Connor had more reach than. Yeah, Floyd, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. And he's bigger. He was he weighed more. Like he's a big. But uh, it, it, curiously, Floyd Mayweather um, still outpunched this dude in 1998. Now that's a young Floyd, which was something time. special. Yeah, but that is something. The, the other thing, I guess, Floyd wouldn't take this fight unless he thought he could win it. 100%. I mean, he doesn't need the money. He's going to get the yeah. paycheck, which is nice. Like, he doesn't yeah. need it. As well as if he was doing a money fight, there's bigger fights out there for him to do a money fight with. Um, yeah, I He's agree. How many KOs does Floyd have? Not many. Not many, right? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but not not a lot. He's got a he's got a couple, but I, he doesn't have a lot. <laughs> he's not gonna knock. I guess I'm saying all this to say, America Floyd Mayweather is not gonna knock out Logan Paul. Do I think he's gonna win? No. Yes. Yeah. He's gonna knock him out. No, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, he has 27 KOs out of his 50 wins. Oh, that's all. Or no, oh, I apologize. Hold up. Half? Hold up. That can't be right. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold <laughs> that up. That can't be right. Hold up. 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 That might be. I don't know. But what I was gonna say, sorry, while I'm looking this, this up. Um, yeah, you're right. 27. Yeah, twenty-seven. Yeah, he's got twenty-seven. Um, I don't think he's gonna knock him out. Let's not say that. But I think his punch count is gonna be a lot higher now. Like I think his volume that he's gonna put out as far as striking instead of dancing will be higher now than had it not had that event not happened. Which that still sucks for the Paul brother. Cause like, yeah, he's not punching. He's not punching. Like he's he's not the heaviest hands in the obviously in the world. But a lot of volume from Floyd is gonna do you some physical damage. <laughs> yeah. And didn't Connor say that too? Like, while the punches weren't the heaviest he had ever felt, yeah. they were coming so quickly. Yeah, right? it adds up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it adds up. Like it's you're not getting hit with a boulder. You're getting hit with like small rocks very fast and repeatedly. <laughs> yeah, repeatedly, which. 
you know, at least if you get hit by a boulder and you stumble and you take that, you know you got time to recover. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody is hitting you a bunch of times repeatedly, you're like, ah, what do I do? Where do I get my opening? Yeah. yeah, they're not ready. Like, that's the thing. Like, and we, it became, like, the world once again got reminded that, like, the Paul brothers, like, while they there is some skill there, we're grading them on, like, the average person, the YouTube fighters, the guys that are fighting. Like, they're not, like, they're not complete walk-off-the-street jokes. But the world was reminded in the Canelo Alvarez fight this past weekend, like, yes. these top boxers are fucking phenomenal fighters. Like, it is an art and it is a skill at the highest level. And there are levels to this shit. And the Paul brothers will have never, like, even the guys they're bringing in to spar with will not even come close to mimicking what Floyd will be able to do. Or, like, a guy like Canelo will be able to. The Gronkowski's is yeah. a good way to prepare for Mayweather? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I saw that today. It's an absolute yeah. joke. Like I'm just like it's just not like even even when Connor was doing his his camp, he brought in he brought in Paulie and like that w- couldn't even come close to what he was going to experience with like Floyd and like it's just it's like when it's I still like can't believe the uh, for Connor you don't bring in pa- Pacquiao to train. Yeah, I I'd imagine Pacquiao probably didn't want to do it. Is why he probably didn't. But. Then again, I I feel like you could have worked that in some way. You could have worked that. Out. Yeah. Come on. You yeah. Worked that. You could have for sure. Because um, yeah, of all the fights I've seen on Mayweather, Pacquiao was the only one I've seen where I was like, "Oh snaps, this might not go." Yeah. yeah. Dude, it the um, which is I do that. I still piss. That's the one thing boxing. Why it's the worst outside the heavyweight division. The heavyweights, the best guys fight in that division. They always have. It's why it's the only thing keeping boxing on life support. But boxing sucks compared to MMA for a lot of reasons, in my opinion. But the main one is, like, your top guys in boxing almost never fight until they're out of their primes, which you saw with that Floyd Pacquiao fight, which was so annoying. Like, I wish – I don't know if it would have been a, – a, if a different outcome would have been achieved in that fight, but it would have been so much better if we had saw Pacquiao-Floyd a couple of years earlier when Pacquiao wasn't sort of on his way out of the sport, to say the least. Oh, um, was it losses, right? Yeah. What was I? Gonna, oh, this is what I was gonna say. Like, think of it this way: for those of you who are not boxing fans, preparing for Floyd even out of his prime is like a football team trying to mimic Lamar Jackson right now during scout team. Oh, like, there's nobody on your roster. Like, if you're an NFL team that can mimic what Lamar Jackson can do on the field to try to prep your defense, it's the yeah. same thing with Logan Paul. Like, there's almost nobody he can bring into the camp. That's going to allow him to mimic this, and there is no, and because he hasn't fought professional boxers, he is really behind the eight ball on just the skill, speed, angles, all of that that Floyd brings if he takes it seriously. If he doesn't take it seriously, well, then that's a different story. But if he takes it seriously, like there's like they're so far behind the eight ball in this one. <laughs> yeah, but I Logan is giant compared to him, so there is that. Who it was? I'm going to attribute it to Michigan State, but it might not be. Michigan State, but when Denara Robinson was on Michigan, and they asked some coach how did they prepare for him, and they were like, oh, we just, every play we ran two quarterbacks, because that was the only way that they could prepare. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's exactly like that. Like, there's just, it's no, it's so hard to do. So, like, now, granted, it's boxing. Logan's a big dude. He generates power. Like, he'll have, like, if he catches Floyd, yeah, there's a chance he can knock him out. Like, I'm not saying it's not implausible, but it's, It's not like it's just. It's and he only has to catch like he he's so much bigger than Floyd. He only has to catch him once. Right, he only has to catch him once. But in Floyd's defense, some of the best boxers in the world have tried to catch Floyd, and they have not. <laughs> and it's a mistake you saw with Connor. You if you want, yep, to go watch that fight again. It's a mistake to start throwing towards that end of that fight. You start throwing those haymakers because if you remember in that fight towards the end. Floyd caught Connor a few times. Yep. Well, Con- <laughs> there was two instances where Connor had the angle wrong, but he caught. He could have caught Floyd. And Floyd, you saw the light bulb go off in Floyd. Like, oh shit, I almost got caught there because Connor made contact, but his angle was just a little off, so he didn't generate enough power on it. Where Floyd immediately was like, ah, "All right, let's let's flip this a little bit now," because he almost caught me there. And Connor, I want to say like a few times, if I remember, I could be remember misremembering, like rush Floyd in a corner and tried to get like a yeah. couple <laughs> shots in. But then you realize like those don't really count. Yeah, that's <laughs> not how that works in boxing. You can't you yeah, can't do that. Oh yeah, you just wasted all your energy on 
That was so funny. Yeah, there were times where like he kind of like wrapped him and was like hitting the back of his head, like trying to get around him. He was like, "You can't, you can't do that, Connor." <laughs> and like he, I don't think he was trying to be malicious about it. He, like there were no. moments where he was just like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Like it's just muscle memory. But yeah, that that did happen. <laughs> that was and such I mean, an insane Connor spectacle. Yeah, and Connor said it too. Like I got winded. Yeah. And it was like yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going up. The gloves are a lot heavier. Like the whole thing. Like you're wearing that belt. That's a heavy boxing. Like the boxing briefs are heavy. Like it's just, it's different. It's a lot different. You got sh boxing shoes on as opposed to just on your feet. Like it's the different. It's a different beast of a, a different animal. Um, I just remember people being. Now we're just doing history. This is the history podcast. I remember <laughs> people being so convinced that Connor was gonna knock Floyd out, and I was just like, how? How? How can he? I didn't think that Floyd was going to – that fight went exactly how I thought it was going to go. Yeah, I, I was in the camp of – like, I remember this. I was definitely more hyped on Connor than I should have been realistically. My whole thing with it was he had been boxing since he was 10, so I was like, it's not completely foreign to him. Where, like, some of these UFC dudes, it's like they learned striking at the age of, like, 20 because they were wrestlers or, like, other, like – professions where connor had been in a boxing gym since he was like 10 years old so i was like he's got the puncher's chance like he's got enough power he's familiar enough with the sport that like he's got a chance that if he catches him he could knock him out but that's the only way he's gonna win but there were some people that were like yeah he could go all like a full card and still like win i was like there's there's yeah, no that's what, way I, that's happening like where have you watched the floyd mayweather fight yeah is on the full card and winning i don't care if only 10 punches were thrown, Floyd was going to throw nine of them. Yep. And, the, yeah. and it did happen. Like Connor had, there were two, there were two cases. I remember where he, he landed a punch, but it just, it didn't like, he didn't set up. Like, like if he had, if he had landed the angle a little bit better and he realized that that opportunity was going to be there, he could have maybe knocked him out. But like, that was it. He had two opportunities, the entire fight, like two realistic opportunities. And that was about what I expected out of that fight. But there were some people out there like, yeah, no, Connor will come in here and he'll win. Like, he doesn't have to knock him out. He can still win without a knockout. And I was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> Same thing with Logan. Yeah, I don't think Floyd, Floyd, May, Floyd Mayweather did not take that fight thinking that he was going to lose. Yeah, people he wouldn't have taken it. This is the best part. Like, think of it this way also, people. Like, Conor McGregor has been boxing since he was 10 years old. Uh, a world-class fighter in a different sport. The Paul brothers have been boxing since they started in, like, their 20s. Like, a couple <laughs> years. Like, and Connor didn't even really come close. Like, he had two opportunities in that fight where he had a chance. Two. Like, Logan's going to be lucky if he has one. <laughs> He's going to really have to capitalize if he wants to win that. Yeah. I guess we started this by talking about uh, Canelo. Oh, yeah, Canelo. Dude, absolutely unreal. Once again, the like, this is... Canelo, I had a friend text me. He's like, I know you're an MMA guy, but do you give the other fighter a chance? I was like, honestly, I didn't even pay attention to this because Canelo is so out of this world good. I don't I don't foresee anybody beating him at this point. And that's exactly what he did. He broke the, dog's, the dude's uh, orbital bone in that match. It was flawless. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. So I only watched the highlights and watching them throw in that towel. Yeah. <laughs> He broke his orbital bone, dude. And the Paul brothers want to take up this sport. This is why they're calling out MMA, too. Well, there's multiple reasons. One, MMA fighters are more popular. They're going to get a bigger draw than, like, the guys that would be willing to box. Like, the professional boxers that would be willing to box the Paul brothers are not going to get a big enough draw. Actually, at this point, they might because they've done such a phenomenal job, credit to them at trolling, that people may just pay to see them get their ass beat. But... That's why they need MMA fighters. Someone is going to catch them. Oh, 100%. Like, well, there are guys in the MMA who are very good strikers, who are very capable, who could come over and and put them to work. They couldn't do it to a real... Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, like, Kamar Usman or, like, Stylebender could come over to boxing and fight, like, a top-tier boxer. Because that just... That is not going to happen. Um, Stylebender, maybe. He's he's a, He won a... He, like, not... Um, he he won a championship in New Zealand in boxing. Like he he grew up boxing and kickboxing. So maybe, but doubtful. Um, but that's why they need MMA guys. But you watch that Canelo Alvarez fight and you realize just there are levels to this shit. And these guys aren't even fucking close. But they are running the boxing world. They've made boxing fun again outside of the heavyweight divisions. Um, for like ninety five percent of people who have who very casually watch the sport. Yeah, like we're talking about them. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, like. These are exhibition matches, so there's technically no risk for exactly. Mayweather, right? Yeah, so. and it's it's gaining the sport has life to it right now. 
Like, we're talking about boxing. I'm sure that helped get people. I'm sure the Canelo Alvarez fight got people buying into that fight who maybe haven't bought a boxing fight in a while because they've been turned back onto the sport. Like, the Paul brothers hate them, love them, whatever. I don't particularly like, like what they're doing, but I also credit, like, they're geniuses about it. We're talking about them again. They're doing a phenomenal job of trolling and getting attention. Um, they're strategic in the fights they're picking, but like they've promoted the sport better than anyone outside the heavyweight division in years. <laughs> I can't disagree. I mean, I wasn't, I probably wouldn't have talked about boss boxing any this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like we've never talked about boxing in like the years we've been doing this podcast. I think we nah. may have talked about the, um, the Tyson Fury fight, Wilder Fury. Uh, yeah, I think, Briefly. Like, briefly, like, hey, this is this weekend. I'm excited about it. But we never, like, broke it down or anything, really. Like, and we're talking about it. This is the third podcast we've had where we've brought these fools up. <laughs> Such a sham of a fight, too. I'm, <laughs> I'm so mad about that fight. I wish we could just... Not that I not that I don't think... I think... I think Wilder just went it and he over... He he got too cocky. Yes, oh yes, a hundred percent. Because that fight should have been so much better. Like I think we got robbed of a good fight. I I agree with you a hundred. There's yeah. I don't spot the lie in that statement. I yeah. do not spot the lie. Um, because I think that fight could still come out with Fury winning, but still a better fight than what we saw. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Hundred percent agree with that. And I like Wilder. You can see that Fury was more disciplined than Wilder was. Yep. Wilder's electric though because of that fucking power he generates. Um, I mean, and the like faint. He is very good at that faint. Uh huh. Yeah. It's fun. The way he sets it up is it's a work of art. (laughs) Yeah. And if you get hit, and if you fall for it, I think too. I think what makes him dangerous, at least watching the few fights I've watched, is with the faint is. If you prepare for you see this sometimes in UFC too. If you prepare for the faint and you're like, okay, I'm a block here, he'll come through. Yeah. With that's, the initial punch. You yeah. S- yeah, you saw it with Usman. He set up that perfectly when he knocked out Maslow. He set up the jab perfectly and he had his left, I think it was his left hook come in and just knock Maslow in the shadow realm. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's when they set it up. It, it, it like that's when when people talk about like how fighting can be an art form. Sometimes it's that type of like motion and setup that's just French kiss delicious. Um, yeah, we're talking about boxing though because of this. It's it's incredible. I mean, I guess I mean Tyson Fury and Wilder have to fight again. They don't yeah, they will. Yeah, <laughs> they will for sure. That's like credit to the heavyweight division in boxing. They're like the only division of all boxing that makes sure the fights we want to see happen happen pretty regularly oh look at this we might get a decision about their fight next week no oh, perfect timing that wasn't planned at all perfect that was timing. not planned at all that's yeah. why you come to trophy kids <laughs> we naturally stumble into these things yeah. um and i mean if if you're deontay wilder your one loss being against tyson fury like that's a loss you can live with 100 percent. and you're gonna want to run it back and will run it back like i can't you imagine they won't the yeah. money to be made there Will be like, and especially now with this wave of boxing interest, not only was that a good pay per view buy and a lot of people bought into it the first time, but now you have the rematch. Now you have this new wave of like people getting interested in boxing. Like, they're going to do huge numbers on that pay per view. Yeah. Tyson Fury, I guess, is fighting soon here. Yeah. He, um, hold on, when is that fight? I'm looking this up as you can tell. Because he's, that's coming up. Quick against uh, Anthony Joshua. Um, Joshua in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the Middle East is loving fighting. I mean, they built that fucking cathedral to the UFC in Abu Dhabi. Um, what is that yeah. fight? This is what happens when you can't drink and do all the other stuff. You you get you build cathedrals to wrestling and UFC. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean that stadium they built in Abu Dhabi is it's immaculate. Um, for like UFC arenas, um, not that there's a ton of those around the world. They generally just put them up. August fourteenth. Yeah, that sounds about. I was like, I thought it was in August, but I was like, it could also be September. Um, that's gonna be a good. That'll be a good fight, Joshua, but not Wilder Fury. That, that's the money maker. Um, anything else before we wrap this one up? I don't think. I don't think so. I think that's it. We'll next time we come back. We'll. I don't know. I guess. 
it's still a while off before college football starts, although I'm excited. Yeah, and we should have crowds and, like, everything, like, government's going, if you're vaxxed, you're you're good to go. You're um, good to go, yeah, which just means we're going to have crowds in every state. <laughs> correct, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess that's all the football point. Like, I'm looking forward to the NFL season. My Bucks are going to start off the season with a win against the Cowboys in Week One, which is nice. Um, I love. The- How do we not talk about Tim Tebow getting signed? Oh yeah, here we go. Well, we can wrap the show up on this. The one yeah, point we'll I was going to make before we do this was just like, I love the crowd who's like, football is a dying sport. It's like, yo, there. The schedule release for the NFL is an event. Like it is. Like people get on to watch it. Like it's blowing up Twitter. Like it's an event. Like people. Like football is never dying in this country. That video of the the like. Unless it's the eighties when it almost died. Yeah, except for that. Yeah. Now, now it's got a stranglehold on America. Like we're addicted. Like we just need to admit it. I don't want to see those articles. Like the sports dying. It's not. Um. No, football isn't going anywhere. No. Um. Tim Tebow. On this. The urban experiment is going to fall flat. Like I'm becoming more and more convinced with every decision they make, from the Greg Boyle hiring to now signing this fiasco disaster in Tim Tebow. Um, urban Meyer will be coaching a Pac-12 team in five years. <laughs> Mark, Mark, within five years, he'll yeah. be coaching. If it's not a Pac-12 team, a lesser SEC team, he will be back in college. A hundred percent. This is gonna fail. <laughs> But the Tim Tebow signing on its face value is just bad. Like, it's bad. I, I don't – here's the thing. People are getting, like, super upset with it, which I get. Uh, there's a lot of reasons to be upset with it. But, like, the dude, I I don't think he'll be on – I don't think he'll make it to week three of the preseason. Like, I think he'll be caught pretty early. Like, I think – like, we don't even know if Tim Tebow can catch. Like, like he's washed. He's old. The fact he's getting a shot is annoying because there's so many players. It's so hard to make rosters. It's like the the number of jobs is so finite, and for a guy who's been out of the sport for what like a decade now, who's played baseball, who was never interested in converting to tight end, who's in his thirties, out of his athletic prime, to get that opportunity, that spot when there are other players that are not going to be able to get that spot, who are more deserving to be honest, it is. I get why people are infuriated there, but the dude is not going to make the roster. I don't. I cannot foresee a way in which he makes the roster. I don't. I don't foresee that. It'd be insane if he does. I mean, if he does, then there's there's something there, or Urban Meyer's just full of shit and wants him on the roster. But I I think he's probably gonna get cut pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, famously, as a child, I learned how to play quarterback because I was terrible at catching. <laughs> I don't know if that's any indication of real quarterbacks. <laughs> Some dudes have great hands catching. Some guys do not <laughs> at the quarterback position. There are some quarterbacks who can catch the ball, but there are a lot that cannot. Yeah, um, As you saw, Tom Brady in the Super Bowl did not catch the ball. <laughs> no, he did not catch. Uh, I don't think Tim Tebow, I don't care what Clay Travis says, Tim Tebow does not deserve a spot on any roster on any team in the NFL. Um, what has he done? What has he proved? He got this job because he knows – and played for Urban Meyer, and that's it. Yeah, hundred percent. The argue, you could have made the argument that he deserved a spot coming out of college because he's one of the greatest college football players of all of time to of make course. and c- to convert. Like he gets a spot, or like if he went to the NFL, say he did he did his NFL career, he failed at a quarterback. Obviously, instead of retiring and then going to baseball or whatever, if he then said I would like to transition, then you go yeah, let's give him a spot. But he's been out of the sport for a while. He does not deserve. Dactyly Schwat, and you hit it perfectly on the head. This is because of somebody he knows, which is a ca- like, which is the NFL in a nutshell. Like half the fucking scouting departments and like coaching staffs are all built on like people because they know people. Like it's the it's the biggest like, and this is true in sports. I think in general, but like in the NFL, there are so many people who got jobs that they don't deserve because they just know people. And Tim Tebow is definitely one of them. You're right. Yeah. Are we gonna run like a tight end option? Is that what's gonna happen? Uh. I think he's just, yeah. That's a good point. I don't. I do not know what the plan is. But you're right. I I didn't know Clay Travis said that. I'm not surprised that Clay Travis oh, said that. Bunch, there's so many like this would be a whole another podcast that you and I would have to do. There's a lot of like former NFL players and Clay Travis who are saying things like the racial, like it, we shouldn't talk about the racial comparisons and it doesn't matter about the racial comparison. And like, how can you look at this and not think? Yeah. Like. 
you know, it you're I think you're living in your own bubble if you think that you can talk about Tim Tebow getting this roster spot and not think about Kaepernick being out the league for so long when he definitely could have been in the league again, again. I am a Spartan through and through. This person I will root for always. Brian Hoyer is still in the league. You cannot tell me that Colin Kaepernick is worse than Brian Hoyer. Yeah, there are. I'll say this. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Colin Kaepernick would have been a starting quarterback. You're but right. he 100% had the talent to compete as a backup. Like, I I support Mike Glennon went to my high school. He then played for my Bucks right out of college. Mike Glennon's out there still getting big deals as a backup quarterback. And there is no proof in the pudding that he can play the position at the NFL level. There are, And there are worse guys on rosters that are not... Like, Colin Kaepernick definitely had the ability to be a backup, which is what Tebow's being. Tebow is not a starting... I, can, I would be willing to bet almost anything that Tim Tebow is not going to be good enough to be a starting tight end in this league. Colin Kaepernick had the talent to be a at least a backup, borderline probably starter on a thirty-two team. Uh, there's maybe, maybe I don't know. Wait, we're, looking, we're talking about backup quarterback. Like you got Marcus Mariota. <laughs> yeah, there are guys out there who can't play the position. There, are, there are guys that can't play the position for sure. Um, like, come on, there. I a backup quarterback. Now, if you're talking about today, I don't know about today. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. that I don't I don't I don't think that's the argument people are making even yeah. like today at this moment type of thing. It's right. just it's it's insane for us to look at that situation where he was not he did not get another opportunity. Exactly. But Tim Tebow, who's been out of the league for what well, I think it's been a decade. Let me see the last time Tim Tebow played. I don't know. I feel like he played briefly like a few years ago. Oh, he might have. Yeah, I feel like he was. Like, because I feel like he... A decade's also too long. He played in two... No, it has been a decade, basically. 2012 was the last time he played in the NFL. Oh, well, yeah, I guess... Uh, he appeared in 12 know. games in the Jets. He hasn't played since 2012. He's been playing baseball. And he's now going to come in as the tight end. And he's deserving a spot. Get the fuck out. There are kids in college who play the position of tight end who are more deserving are of that spot. Yeah. <laughs> than Tim Tebow is. I can guarantee it. Now, I'm not going to say that when he first came out of college. Tim Tebow had the body structure to be a great tight end, potentially. I mean, Tim Tebow won two national championships. Yeah, he's one of the greatest college fo- football players ever. Like, college football playing-wise, one of the greatest ever. And he might have been able to make the conversion to tight end when he came out of college. He's got the body type for it, for sure, and the athleticism at the time. But he has been out of the league for 10 years. He's been playing baseball, which is not the shape you stay in to play football. And he's 33 years old. Like, yeah, this is a disaster. This is a publicity stunt. Yeah, and it's a bad one because it's like it's the attention you don't need as a first-year head coach with a rookie quarterback, like with a team that you're rebuilding, and you already had the Greg Boyle fumble. Like it's yeah. just it's mis- it feels like mistake out of mistake. And like I'm like Tim Tebow's sort of becoming like like he's not really doing anything wrong because he wants to play. Actually, I'm not gonna say like he should just hang it up. I mean, he's, I mean, we just have to call it what it is. It's privilege. If yeah. you want to call it, if you want to go as far as call it, why you privilege? I won't go that far. I, it's just privilege. Yeah, I would say it's probably it more privilege. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, that's just what it is. Yeah, um, and a guy who can't hang it up and can't quit. That's yep. that's who he is. Yep, that's a hundred percent who he is, and um, which is what made him a great football player in college when he was that age. But not anymore. Like the non-quitting attitude made him a great quarterback at Florida. Yeah, this is annoying. Like I don't, I've never liked Tim Tebow. I really don't like him now. Yeah, yeah. And also, if you're Trevor Lawrence, are you like, make sure he stays away from the quarterback room? Yeah, and make sure he can block. If he's gonna be on the <laughs> field, I want to make sure he's not a liability. Like, can he chip a guy and can he catch the ball? I'm a rookie quarterback on a bum ass team. Like. <laughs> I don't want to yeah, die. If I'm Tim Tebow, do I do I make it? Uh, yeah, is there an incentive? I obviously I don't think Tim Tebow would do this. Miss this a block, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, but if I miss a block and then I get to be quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said. Also, I, did you realize Tim Tebow has written like four or five books? Yeah, I didn't know. Aren't they like Christian books or something? Yeah, they're. Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. 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 He, he's a big religion guy. Um, I know that. 
Um, like I said, I don't think he's going to be on the roster week one. I think he he got signed. They're bringing him into camp, and he will probably get cut. Maybe he'll make it, but I I'll be surprised if he makes it. But it's the Urban experiment once again. Like, I mean, this is Urban though to a T. He does not give a fuck what anybody thinks as he's shown in college he's he'll do whatever he thinks it takes to do whatever his goals are he showed that with the greg boyle hiring he showed that with this like he just doesn't give a fuck and i don't know if that's going to work in the nfl i just I don't. really thought urban was going to be coaching at usc it would and make sense just, he's a hundred percent perfect perfect, it perfect. perfect. Oh, god that is a great idea that be perfect yeah that's the perfect fit for him perfect <laughs> usc would be like oh are we, are we gonna win a national championship yeah like all right <laughs> yeah. so we're paying players again sweet let's do it what what rules do you want to break and we're gonna figure out how to do them for you give reggie his heisman back oh dude I, reggie that's the thing that's still i'm still mad if i was reggie i would have said fuck you and i wouldn't have given it back oh yeah no i'm not taking it keep it yeah keep it um <laughs> On that college football, Colt Brennan, I guess we can end with that. RIP to him. That dude, sad to hear he left. I was honestly hit by that one because I remember staying up young watching him play. Like, he was, he was, he, his legacy will be, like, one of the greatest, not one of the greatest, but one of the best college football players ever. Like, he was, and he was so cool, too. Like, he he dyed his hair blonde and did the Hawaiian, like, um, like, I thought that was the coolest thing, the uh each of the islands on his hair, and then he had the rainbow fucking visor. That thing was sweet in those Hawaii yeah, outfits. Visor. Yeah. Dude was just sweet, and he slinged it around. I remember at one point in the season, I think it was the year they played Georgia, Hawaii had three play. There were seven players nationally who had 3,000 yards receiving, and three of them were on Hawaii because the dude was just slinging it. Go watch his highlights. He's phenomenal, but RIP to Tim. That was a sad one. That hit me, to say the yeah. least. Prayers out to him, to his family, and his loved ones. Yep, but seems like he yeah. lived he lived life while he was here. Um, I don't really have much else out um, outside of that. I don't know if you got anything else, but nope, that's it. I think that'll do it. It was a little bit longer here, folks. We appreciate you holding it in there with us, and uh, hopefully enjoyed. And we'll be back. Hopefully, everybody has a good weekend this weekend. I know I'm getting I'm getting a little tuned up on Sun Saturday. Got a nice little barbecue. I don't know what you're doing this weekend, but we're gonna get we're gonna get a little tuned up here in Cincinnati for sure. I've been building furniture for like the last week since we moved, so I'll probably be building. I will probably be building more furniture. All right. Well, hopefully some weekends coming your way. Um, yes. Yeah. But stay safe, everybody, and as always, peace. Peace.